Hey friends, it's Mike Lawson. Before the episode this week, I wanted to quickly tell you that Joe and I recorded the episode you're about to hear a week ago. Since then, the massacre in an Orlando gay club has changed the world and has knocked the wind out of the LGBT community. I haven't talked with Joe about it yet, but I'm sure the event has impacted him in a way that it has also impacted me, and we will be sharing those feelings on a later episode. The reason it wasn't mentioned in the following episode is not because of indifference, just timing. So with love, here's another episode of Catching Up. Boys and girls, let's start the show. Let's catch up with Mike and Joe. Mike's in Oakland, Joe's in LA. They're boring and they're gay. Joe attends the Tino slot. Fat and lazy with no job. Magic tricks and... That's how he spends his day. That's how he spends his day. Don't incur my glosses wrath. He is a violent psychopath. He'll dump your headless corpse in the Mike Lawson. And hello to everyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for, Joe, over 15 years, I believe. Over 15 years. Yeah, so the decade line is gone. We've been friends for over 15 years, and each week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, Mike Lawson, that is exactly what we do every single week without fail. Even though I have to, I have to be honest with you, Mike Lawson, um, we're going to break our streak. Why? Because I leave for Hawaii on Sunday. Yeah? And I'll be gone for the week. Oh. So we're well, going to have to break our record-breaking streak of continue, never missing a week. We're going to have to actually miss a week. I might have to catch up with someone else. Oh, yeah? You know what? Oh, my Should God. I, I would. That? I would love that. I would, lo- I would love to listen to the show as a listener, not as a participant. You know what? I want to do it, though, with someone who's listened to the show. So, like... Part of me is like, oh, I could go find like a friend and we could do the catching up thing. Yeah. But if they don't listen to the show, they don't get the structure. Yeah. I don't want to teach somebody how to catch up. Yeah, like call Curtis. Know? Maybe Curtis wants to do it with you. <laughs> you know who will do it is um, Taylor the Latte Boy's partner. Oh, Babalu? Yeah, he listens every week. Oh, he does. Oh, well, you see, yeah. there, there you go. You have one there. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, but hey, how are you? I'm doing very well, Mike Lawson. I've uh, had quite the week. Uh, you know, uh, uh, boyfriend of my – well, I, I keep wanting to say boyfriend of the show, but there are two boyfriends of the show. So that, that short change is Steve if I say boyfriend of the show. He's my boyfriend, not your boyfriend. Stop trying to steal my boyfriend is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so one of the boyfriends of the show. You I'll, can say that. Yeah. One of the boyfriends of the show, Cameron mm-hmm. – and I went to go see uh, – there's this uh, movie series in downtown Los Angeles uh, once a year where they open up the old movie palaces called Last Remaining Seats. And Cameron and I went to go see uh, Top Gun. What well, You know cool. what? Okay, Mike. There's a movie about Tom Cruise as a pilot, and I just said it. What's the name of that movie? Top Gun. Okay, you say it the way I say it, right? There were a lot of people who, when I was bumping into them, we were going to talk about it on Saturday. Even Cameron, they go – Top Gun. But it's not Top Gun. It's the Top Gun. Yeah. Like, oh, you're gonna, go, you're gonna go see Top Gun? And I'm like, that was just so weird. It's like Top Gun. You know what? It reminds me of the way people say the city in Phoenix, Tempe. Mm-hmm. When I moved there, I to me it's Tempe. But everyone there says Tempe. Which sounds so subtle, but it's very different. I say and Tempe. I think I think Top Gun top, – how do you say it? Top Gun. Top Gun versus Top Gun. Top Gun. <laughs> Even okay. cameras are saying, I think you're the one saying it weird. I'm like, no, I don't think I am. So you went and saw Top Gun. Yeah, and then we had a nice night. We went to Clifton's and Cameron spent the night. And the next day – Wait, 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 wait. Did you guys like go to the danger zone? What's a – What's the Top Gun song? Isn't Hi- it Danger Zone? Highway, highway to, to yeah. Um, you know what? They had a they had a, an event afterwards. They should have called it the Danger Zone. 
but um, no, I guess technically we did. And we saw Richard. We bumped into a, a cousin, my cousin Richard. Uh, for those of you who are new to the show, I have a gay cousin named Richard who's a week younger than I am and gay. We bumped into his uh, boyfriend and Richard. Richard and his boyfriend at Clifton's is where we went. And they just happened to be there. We bumped into them. And uh, we hung out with them for a bit. We hung out at Clifton's and then we called it a night. But, um, you know, uh, I will say, though. Uh, Clifton's is, this is not, this was going to be like, oh, I went to go see Top Gun, let me talk about the next day. But, um, Clifton's is, uh, was an old cafeteria, uh, in LA and they were kind of quirky. They had like settings and the, and the one in downtown was a forest setting and they, they were open like in the thirties or something. They were known that anyone could eat. If you, whatever you could pay, you paid, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. And, uh, they closed down like in the 2000s and then some uh, restaurateur bought them and totally restored them to their previous glory days. It's it's beautiful on the inside. It's gorgeous, you know, and uh, it's a really cool bar now. It's like very huge. It's a huge place. And on one floor, they had like a 19 in the original ballroom in the space where the big band used to play. They had like a little small jazz band playing uh, like 1930s music. And people are dressed up in period dress and, you know, they're going all out. And so uh, Richard and his boyfriend and Cameron and I went there and, uh, you know, I'm trying to be, I'm not trying to impress my boyfriend, but I'm trying to be fun Joe. And mm-hmm. I start like dancing up a storm. Mm-hmm. Mike Lawson, I was so sweaty <laughs> and I was so winded. Uh-huh. Cameron must have been like, what is going on? I was just like, oh, oh my God. Oh, and I danced for like ten seconds. It wasn't like I was like doing the 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 jive, whatever the jive turkey, a nineteen seventies black dance I just made up um, on the on the floor. No, it was just like a, a little bit of a dance I did for a little while, and I was like, everyone laughed, and then I sat down and I was just like, oh, oh my god. Oh, anyway, the problem the problem with that though is if you're anything like me, like you don't want people to know you're winded, so you're almost holding your breath because yeah. you don't. What you want to do is like gasp for air. Mm-hmm. So you end up like holding your breath and it just the windedness never goes away. Yeah. No, it was, it was great. I'm sure he was like, oh, look at this. That's my boyfriend. Anyway, uh, we went home that night, watched a couple episodes of Lady Dynamite and called it a night, right? Mm-hmm. Next day, uh, we go to this like uh, breakfast place and I go, the breakfast place is two miles away. And I tell Cam, I go, look, this is what we'll do. We're going to go to this breakfast place. We're going to go crazy at this breakfast place have food that's bad for us, right? Mm-hmm. And um and then we'll we'll, we'll walk back. Wait, you did know? they give you a shirt for eating? We're not food? there yet. We're not that's that's my next story. Don't don't Oh good. Don't ruin my next story. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um oh by the way I did make my big announcement. I'm sorry, interruption right here for the big announcement. I'm very busy between now and when I leave for Hawaii. So whatever happens on this recording, that's it. I'm, there's no editing. Oh, okay. Good. To, you should have probably told me that first. Yeah. There's no editing. <laughs> okay. Anything that Everyone happens. listening, Joe's phone number, 949. <laughs> yes. So there's going to be... 244. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only part I know on memory. <laughs> so uh, there's going to be no editing. So if, like, for instance, in, in this story, I'm changing someone's name. If I fuck up, that's it. It's fucked up. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, you know, I fuck up. So, this, you know, this is almost like when you watch like a live episode of 30 Rock uh-huh. and whatever goes, goes, right? That's going to yeah. be the case. I, don't, I, I I might be able to play it in the background while I'm doing stuff, but I can't stop and edit shit. Okay. It's always disappointing, though. Like on those things, the worst that happens is somebody laughs at Yeah. A joke. John Hamm you know laughing I mean? like, at his own joke. Yeah. Yeah. He like bites his lip and smiles. Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah oh, yeah. he's, he's human. What yeah. I want to see someone fall on their face or something. Yeah. Yeah, or curse or something. Yeah, or die. Okay, so so I say, look, we're going to go to this breakfast place, take a lift, because I was planning on having potatoes and toast, right? And you know I'm diabetes. I don't want my blood sugar to go through the roof. I go, we'll walk the two miles back. How'd you get there? Lift. Okay. Which is part of the story, which is we call Lyft driver. We get this guy named Jason, and he's cool. He's cool. We get in the car. In fact, he's right off the bat. I'm like, I love this guy. He's like super funny, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, like keeping up with the jokes. Like, you know, I'm being jokey Joe, 
You know, he's tossing out random references. I'm like, oh, this guy's really funny. Cameron and I are really liking him. And I can't remember what somebody said. Um, we made some sort of joke about a UFO. I don't know how that came into play, but it did. And he goes, oh, that would, you know, you should see. I'm like, oh, that's right. We're talking about different Uber cars. And I go, someone picks you up in a spaceship, right? Mm-hmm. And then he goes, oh, I, actually, my, my uh, brother sent me a, a, a comic strip that's really funny. And it was just a comic strip of like an, a spaceship and it said Uber on it. He goes, that's so weird that you mentioned that today because my brother just sent it to me this morning, right? Mm-hmm. And then he goes, and then I go, yeah, something like – we were just laughing. He goes, yeah, yeah. So um, I, the reason my brother sent it to me is I, I actually um, – I'm big in the UFO community. Oh. And I was like, oh. And I was like – and I go, um, like – like you study, like you believe in UFOs. Oh, 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 I've been on UFOs. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He goes, I've been on UFOs. I've uh, met with aliens and, uh, yeah. And, he, and then he starts going on and on about, and I think that Trump would be a great president. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm voting for cocktails for creep us for the podcast awards, <laughs> which is a real award, but not that stupid seance show. No, no, no. That, that's not science and medicine. Did I tell you that aliens put a probe up my butt? So how did you guys And by respond? the way, Joey's mean to Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> no, editing, guys, no editing. No editing on the show. Yeah. <laughs> how did you guys respond to the alien guy, though? I kept asking questions and Cameron was just dead silent. Uh, right? And then he was telling yeah. us about how he believes in, like, reptilian. Do you know that reptilian conspiracy? No. Oh, yeah. This, it, this is a giant conspiracy. I learned about it when I was friends with Jose because he had friends who believed in it. We're basically that – you know like the Illuminati? Yeah. Okay. The same thing. But instead of the Illuminati, it's aliens who uh, wear like basically human suits and that like Obama is a reptilian. And they always have like these YouTube videos where like, look, you, you can – look, here's a – they accidentally reveal that they're reptilian here in this news clip. And it's like some weird clip. It's, it's such a stupid, dumb, weird conspiracy. Totally <laughs> believes in it. Was telling us about how he knows this um, woman. And like, I like how he goes like, um, yeah, I know this woman in Claremont. She and it's not like she's crazy. I mean, she's the president of the American Hypnosis Association. And I was like, oh god, right. And then, <laughs> and she was in her office one day, and a reptilian just walked in and said, "Hey," and like had a conversation with her. And she's not one that she's not one to make up stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> good to right. know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And hmm. so uh, then he drops us off. Do you have any there questions? Was a, well, there was a uh, what some would call lies story. I don't know if you What's remember that? this. Cause I know that you were an avid listener of the podcast I used to do where I would tell stories about my life. Um, when I moved to Phoenix, I got a job and the guy I was like shadowing the first week I was there was super cool. But we spent so much time together and just randomly like probably like. I don't know, 48 hours into like getting really close to this guy. He was like, uh, what are your thoughts on Bigfoot? And I was like, uh, what? (laughs) And then we had a long conversation about how much evidence there is that Bigfoot exists. No. Yeah. And I don't know. It was just really, he, I think there was something UFO in there too. Like he was a conspiracy guy and it came out way late. Like, I didn't get it really early like you did with this Uber driver. It took a long time for him to reveal – to show his cards. Well, I feel like this guy doesn't usually reveal his cards, but the door was open. He thought we were cool because we, 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 um, we clicked right away. We clicked yeah. right away. He was actually – he was you would never think it. He was really funny and smart and cool, and then he just dropped and all of a sudden he became crazy. When we got out yeah. of the car, Cameron wanted but to people, say something. People get obsessed with things. Like, imagine if you were in a car and you were – you. I don't think – and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think you bring up magic all the time. No. Like that's something, that's a, you hold <laughs> no. that kind of close to your chest. Yeah. But if somebody started saying like a joke with like magicians or something, yeah. maybe it would just make you feel like it was <laughs> not embarrassing. Let me tell you this. I was at Top Gun uh, on Saturday. Wait, where were you? Top Gun? <laughs> I'm or just Top kidding. Gun? <laughs> I was at, when we were at Top Gun, we were sitting down in the seats and these two gay guys behind me and Cameron were going like – God, I wish we could go to the Magic Castle someday. I wish I knew a member. And I was just like... <laughs> I couldn't say Meanwhile, shit. if you were single, Joe, and, they, and they're hot, they were hot, you'd be like, come sit on my lap. I'll tell you oh, how like, to get I'll in. I'll take you guys anytime you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
So then the guy drops us off at this breakfast place, which is kind of like a famous breakfast place in the area called the Griddle Cafe. They're known for – actually, this place was making me angry. They're known for these like giant-sized pancakes, like giant, right? Uh-huh. And no repeat customers because they all die. <laughs> I know. And I was mad because – It sounds good. There were some, it, it looked really good. I can't have that shit anymore. I've been like, oh, my God. But, it, it, but they're so giant. I'm all – this is something like four friends go out and get and they kind of split it. Like they take little pieces and they eat their real food. Right? Yeah. But there was a table full of this family, and each child ordered like a giant like, – Mike, it's like a stack of four giant pancakes, and they barely t- – I mean, they're the children. I'm like, why right. would you order w- each one of them Maybe that giant stack? Maybe they were that big? I don't know. Big? And then they took, they took them to go. I'm like, who eats pancakes uh, later? You're yeah, never going like, weird. oh, babe, get those pancakes that we had earlier. I want to eat them. No. You know what's happening is you're not getting grilled cheese until you finish your breakfast. Some bullshit like that. But a lot of places like this, they don't advertise it, but they'll have a bottle or two of sugar-free syrup if oh, like, really? you're really jonesing for it. Yeah, but but what about the carbs and the and the pancake? Yeah, well, it's not good for you, but if you have a carby pancake and you're going to cover it with sugary syrup, mm-hmm. at least get rid of one of them. True, you know? good point. So Cam and I are sitting there, and I ordered like a hash, right? Mm-hmm. And he got the ham and eggs or something. And we're eating our breakfast, having a good time. And some there's a booth behind Cameron, and this guy and his family sit in the booth. But I can tell they're getting, like, special treatment. Like, for instance, there was a line outside, but I – you know, Cameron and I were at the front of the line. We, we, we got there, at a, like, right at the right moment. Like, the line built right when we got there. So we were sat in, like, two minutes. But we saw the whole line build up, so I know everybody who was in line. And he wasn't in line, and he sat right after us. Right, and he's yeah. getting like the special treatment. They're like, "What are the kids going to have? They're going to have the usual." Like, like he comes in all the time, and people would people, their other workers would stop by and see him. Okay. And I was like, "We're in the heart of Hollywood." I'll bet this guy's a famous actor, but I was like, "Who is it?" Though I couldn't recognize him. And Mike, I have no idea why it clicked. I have no idea. I did not watch this television show. Mm-hmm. But then I Googled him, right? I go, you know who I think that is? And I looked it up. Ian Ziering? I never watched what that. What is that? He was on, he like a random person on Beverly Hills 90210. The blonde guy? Yeah. Also the oh. star of the Sharknado movies. Interesting. I don't know. But why would I, re- Mike, I saw a person that I actually knew I bought at a coffee house yesterday and I passed him three times, looked at him and didn't recognize him. But I'm recognizing Ian Ziering. <laughs> Right? Uh-huh. So whatever. Ian Ziering's doing his thing. Cameron and I eat. We leave. Now we're going to walk two miles, right? Okay. Back from um, uh, the Griddle Cafe. Okay? As Cameron uh, was taking care – we split the check, but he was taking care of it. And I got a phone call from a friend of mine named Robbie. Okay? Mm-hmm. And Robbie is like, can you talk? And I go, um, well, I'm with Cameron. Do you mind if you're on speakerphone? And he goes, um, I prefer if it wasn't on speakerphone. Mm-hmm. And I go, okay. And I go, uh, I go, well, I'll be uh, home. We're going to walk home from breakfast. I'll be home in like probably like 45 minutes, half an hour. <laughs> you're not editing this at all, right? <laughs> no. Okay. It's just, you're what, it's dangerous. That's all I'm saying. I know. You're going to say his real name. I know. You think I'm going to say his real name? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I, I'm going to have to say I'm not. I'm not going to – I might – no matter what happens, I'm not editing this thing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so Robbie's like, oh. He's like, can you get away from Cameron? I'm like, I'll be walking. And he's like, please. I'm like, okay. So Cameron just walks ahead of me like – 20 feet. I go, can you, this guy wants privacy. Can you, whatever. So he walks ahead and I'm just thinking it's going to be like, I'm poor. I don't know what it's going to be. Right. Mike. And this is a really good friend of mine. You know, Robbie, who I always talk about in the show. (laughs) (laughs) A not made up name. Uh And he goes, He's very emotional. He says, I've been living with a secret for two years, and you're the first person I'm telling this to. Which I do he's, love that he prefaces it. straight. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that he, he prefaces it with, you're going to cry. <laughs> which, which, oh, he did? Yeah. Like, who um, says that? Right? Yeah. And, but, I mean, he's 
telling you something very emotional. He's not talking normal anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah, might have yeah, been like yeah. his attempt at a joke. No. A oh, no, he wasn't joking. Jokes can happen. Yeah. Well, no, you know what it was? I was making jokes. Mm-hmm. I was like, so he was like, calm yeah. down and stop being funny. Yeah. For- yeah. Well, that's not going to make you laugh. It's going to make you cry. Yeah. And tells me that for the past two years, he's been living with HIV. And you know what's funny is, well, not funny, is I actually did stop and break down. I tried to be, you know, on the phone. I wasn't doing it, but like, I did stop and I cried for like a minute, you know, as he was talking. And then I like, just like, you know, sucked it up. I was like, okay, I got to be strong. And I, uh, I talked to him and um, he's doing well health wise. He, um, he's undetectable. He's on his meds. He's, he was already really healthy anyway. Yeah. And uh, so he's when, really, go ahead. When, when we talked about it, you said that you were a little concerned about his mental health. Oh but yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, there was like something he was gonna do that night to, like, talk. To, he was gonna tell another friend or something. Well, he actually landed up telling. So there were basically he hadn't told anybody. Uh, I was the first person he told, and he there were two other friends he really wanted to tell, but he was really really afraid about telling those two friends. Okay. Do you know? Has he been celibate then for the past two years? Or we can talk about that off the air. I do know about okay. that. Yeah. So these other two friends are very close to him too, and and he was afraid of how they were going to take it, and um and and so talking about the mental health is, I think he was on the verge or maybe even going through a nervous breakdown on yeah. the phone call. And what's funny is so I talked to him today actually, and I, I was very concerned. I actually called another friend, a mutual friend of ours, to who who specializes in this field to get advice. And I talked to him today, and he's told the other two friends because he was he was on the fence whether he was going to tell them. He didn't think he was going to – he didn't know how if he was going to do it, how he was going to do it. And he did, and it went well, and he sounded completely normal again Good. like and very centered. And he even said – he goes, I know I sounded really weird. He goes, you have to understand something though. It's something I've been holding for two years, and I unleashed it, and it just was this rush of emotion. Yeah. You know, that just came out, and it just – it was hard to – it was just like – like vomiting. He was like, this is vomiting all the secrets and lies and everything he's been uh, holding in for two years. Yeah. And so, um, well, it hurts my heart. I think we're lucky that we live in a time where it does, it's not a death sentence. Um, yeah. He'll be fine. Mm-hmm. He just, you know, it's just another burden. He has to, it's something he has to carry. That's all. I told him I had diabetes and he judged me. He was like, ew, I gotta like, go. Uh, yeah, sorry, I can't talk to you, fatty. <laughs> like, uh, eat, go, go, work out, chubs, you know? Um, you know what, the, the one thing I'll say, I hope he doesn't start fucking trying to get money from me for some bike ride or something. <laughs> so, I have a friend who does the the AIDS life cycle, uh-huh. and, who, and I love her, and I donate to her ride and everything, and they, if you know, if you don't know, Joe, they're on the ride right now. Oh, they are? Yeah. She just posted a picture. She fell off her bike and broke her hand. They're not even halfway done, so she's not riding the rest of the way. Oh, I God. Want, I want a refund. Well, is it one of those pay-per-mile things? No, I oh, just gave a donation. Wouldn't that be great if you did, though? Yeah. Like, I'll give you a dollar a mile. She's like, I made it 10 miles. You're like, oh, there you go, $10. <laughs> no, I, my money's there, which – and it goes to a good cause if she rides the bike or not. I, I'm just joking, but oh. – um, so yeah, so I dealt with that on uh, Sunday and, uh, then we celebrated my mom's birthday, which was, um, weird because, you know, my mom's, I don't want to bring my mom down or tell anybody else or anything like that. And, sure. And, uh, and so like, I'm talking to him, you know, he's very emotional. I'm talking to him in between is like, like, hold on, I'll be right back. And this is like, happy birthday <laughs> to you. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I, well, I went through, I mean, it's my relationship with, uh, Philip was, is very different than your relationship with the person whose fake name I forget. Mm-hmm. Robbie. You, Robbie. Um, but when Philip told me that he was HIV positive, the, like it, it's, I mean, I had nothing to do with it. I, uh, haven't in, been in a sexual relationship in a long time and I won't be again. And I don't, it felt very personal and like close to home and like 
I don't, I don't think he was doing anything that I haven't done or do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like he was being super promiscuous or like, um, doing things that were risky. Well, I can't get into the circumstances of how Robbie, um, acquired the disease, but it was the same thing. He wasn't being promiscuous. Right. He shared a, a drinking glass with somebody. Yeah. A toilet seat, <laughs> public bathroom. Yeah. Someone sneezed on him. Um, but yeah, he wasn't being promiscuous. He, sw- he swam with Lou, Ga- Lou, uh, Greg Lou Gaines. Greg Lou Gaines. Greg Lou Gehrig. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so no, I, I don't feel comfortable sharing those circumstances. I've shared what I feel comfortable sharing, uh, even though he said, please don't tell anybody ever. Yeah. And, um, well, look. I'm really glad you got through it without saying his actual name. Well, look, listen to the podcast and your secrets don't get out. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, don't be <laughs> That's actually really true. Yep. Maybe I shouldn't. I, you know, I might edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> there might be some editing. Because <laughs> that's basically giving away his name. Well, I think if you just said it and we moved on, then that's fine. But now that you've like said that name is a clue, then I think the people who understand that clue will pick up on it. Make comprendes? I want to get away from this story. Mike, what's going on with you? Nothing. Um, I just got home from Tampa. Uh, I went to the beautiful uh, Tampa, which is like... Has anyone ever uttered that sentence before in their lives? It's the west coast of Florida. Um, And it's um, cool. It, It was so muggy and hot, actually. And... Um, when I got there, so I was, I went there to give a speech, a little like talk and to hang out with some young people that have diabetes. They're all college age kids. Um, are any of them hot? Yeah. I mean, they're, all of them are pretty, I mean, they're college, it's really, I think college kids are hotter than not hot. Tell me about it. Statistically, do you know what I mean? (laughs) That's why you only date them. Yeah. Wait, why do you think my boyfriend's in college? Well, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, they're they're all young and have so much hope in their eyes and all of that. Uh, but, so, Joey, I got paid to go there, which was great. Mm-hmm. But they have uh, oh, just a weird setup. And I'm not complaining or anything. It's just different than a lot of the conferences that I go to where basically I get reimbursed for everything, which is whatever. But sometimes that means then... Like, do I, this is the first time that I've talked to, should I like get a cab? Do they have somebody coming to, like a lot of times they'll have someone to pick us up, you know, at the airport. Yeah. Uh, but this one, it's weird. Cause I'm like just paying for everything. And then I'll, I don't know. It just makes me awkward. And that's my own like social anxiety, but they sent a guy to pick us up. It was me and this other guy speaking at the conference. Who's the actor actually. And he's like a, a, a good, a well-known B act. <laughs> I don't, well-known it's not the Character right actor. He's, he's a, he, you would recognize only his face. Does that make sense? He's, he's been a, in like everything. He's a character everything. actor. Yeah, been in everything, but nobody would ever say his name. And maybe if you saw him like in the airport, you would be like, that guy looks familiar. I don't think you would be like, oh, I've seen him on Grey's Anatomy yeah. as the patient with, you know, vomiting blood or whatever. Yeah. Um, Or uh, blue spots all over his chest, like the funny ones, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. So they pick us up. This guy is like, um, picky. I kind of felt like I was on a, like a grinder date or something at a coffee shop. Do, do people from grinder go to coffee shops actually? Like a, okay, keep a date. No, cause you see pictures. Anyway, I felt like I was like meeting someone in public in the old days of like, like a blind uh, date online hookups. Yeah. Cause I didn't know what the guy looked like and I kind of had to assume it was this one guy and, kind of stand near him and see if like somebody i didn't have his phone number or anything they just arranged it and said look for doug so anyway i eventually get in his in the jeep and we go to the the um uh hotel the Mm -hmm. resort where this is happening Uh and as we're walking to the jeep there's a woman in like a army fatigue outfit thing like she's in the army like a real one Mm -hmm. and he says to me I don't know if she's really in the military, which, by the way, she's wearing, like, 
full army fatigue. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why else she would be wearing that. But he says, if she is, she's the hottest damn soldier I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't offensive. It wasn't, I don't even, I don't think it was sexist. It didn't feel that way. But it just felt like the most bizarre thing. Like, I don't think anyone's ever, like, said something, or people haven't said that kind of stuff to me in a really long time. Like, I live just such a gay life. I feel like everyone kind of just assumes that I'm like gay and they don't say stuff like that to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I assume. So that. we're, we're in the car. We're driving. He also has to tell me there's like some sort of bar that we're passing that has, uh, wim- like scantily clad women in it. He made sure to point that out. He's like, if we get free time, we have to make sure we go there. Okay. So that happens. Yeah. And then. <laughs> He, he also had to tell me, I'm not even joking. I, I sort of asked for it, but he was like, did you know the the very first original Hooters restaurant is right here in Tampa? And I'm like, <laughs> Who's oh. bragging about that? Wait, Joe. I'm like, oh, I had no idea. Then he had to tell me the history of Hooters. And he knew like the name of the man that started it. And uh, this sounds like what Adam Vought's roommate is like. I was trapped. I was just trapped in it. And like... I didn't – I think all I said was, like, I didn't know that. I didn't say, like, please tell me more. Anything. Yeah. I just got trapped in it. But he was a really nice guy. He also drove me to the airport when I was going home, and it was a, a little bit more relaxed because we talked. After that point, he had heard me speak, so he kind of talked about some of the stuff in my talk and that sort of thing. So it was good. So he has type 1 diabetes. Funny. No, he has a – he has, he has a college age daughter who does. Oh, oh. yeah. So he's on so the he's little married? bit of the older side. Oh yeah, married. I met the wife too. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> she doesn't look exactly like a Hooters waitress, but I think that's his type. Even though his wife isn't that type. Hmm. So, but Tampa was good. I have another story about Tampa. But I'll do that one after I hear about your next story. Well, Mike, uh, this is a week where you've heard all the stories already. But um, you know I'm a very competitive person, right? What? I, I'm actually not a competitive person at all. I don't think you are, actually. No, I'm not at all. But it's a good lead into this story. <laughs> Unless it's um, McDonald's Monopoly. Well, yo, I love – have we talked on the show about how much I love McDonald's Monopoly? I don't know if we have, but it's very similar to this stupid story you're going to tell too. <laughs> I guess like, I just love contests involving food. <laughs> I love contests that make me eat my daily recommended calories in one sitting. (laughs) So there is a very delicious uh, burger place out here in Los Angeles called The Oinkster. I've taken some uh, fellow podcasters who visited me in Los Angeles. I've I've taken them to The Oinkster. And one week a year, they have an event called Burger Week. And what happens in Burger Week is they there's some sort of theme, but the theme is generally along the lines of we are going to pay homage to famous burgers. Okay, like last year, it was movie burgers, and they made real life versions of burgers you would know from the movies, like the Big Kahuna burger from Pulp Fiction. They did the Krabby Patty from SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, they did that this year, and it's generally though what they do is they do like basically like really good versions of fast food burgers. So, like, they've done the Big Mac in the past. They've done the Whopper. They've done the uh, Western... Well, they have the Western bacon cheeseburger on their menu anyway kind of thing. So, that's what they do. And it's Burger Week, right? And uh, this year's list came out. It's always, like, the first or second week in June. But here's the other part is if you... And every day is a different burger. You can only get it on that day and once a year when they have it, if they do it. So, it's a one-time thing, Right. Yeah. If you eat the different burger every day for a week, you get a you free die. you get a <laughs> Uh-huh. You get a free t-shirt. Right? Okay. So <laughs> And I'll, this is a joke I said when we were on the phone, so I feel stupid repeating it, but the shirt just says FAT. <laughs> <laughs> so now that where I live, I live very close to him. I'm a four minute drive from the place. Okay. Oh, perfect. How far is the walk? You know what? You, I don't know. I don't know. 
it's quite a walk, though. I would say it's about three miles. Go right? on. Okay. So uh, I said, you know what? I'm going to do this challenge. <laughs> okay? I am going Ch- to... Challenge. Because every time you eat a burger, they give you a little pin that has a picture of the burger you just ate and the name of it. Oh, okay? that's cool. So I'm like, I bet you all I have to do is collect those pins... And then they give me – that's how they know I, I had all the burgers, right? Is the week's burger priced a little bit higher than a normal burger then? A little bit, but not much. Like a okay. dollar. Mm-hmm. So uh, so I'm like, I'm going to do this. But then I go, fuck. I'm leaving on Sunday to, to, Hawaii. to Hawaii. I'm not going to be there the day I can turn in all my pins – and get my free T-shirt. So I'm talking to my boyfriend Cameron, and Your I go, "Life is so hard." I go, "Ugh, I'm so angry." And he's like, "Why?" And I go, "I tell him about burger week." I go, "Look, if I eat the a, the different burger every day for a week, I get a T-shirt." And he goes, "Why? Why would you do this?" <laughs> oh, and and then you're like, "Oh, and my uh, friend has HIV." <laughs> <laughs> No, you know what? I did actually make that joke. I said, because, okay, wait, let me get to the end of the story. So then okay. I go, uh, I go, yeah, I go. He goes, why would you want that? Why would you, where would you wear I don't, this shirt? I don't why even would... see you wearing it, Joe. Yeah, I, only, I don't even wear shirts with pictures on them. Why do I? Right. He, goes, he goes, why do you want that shirt? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? And I go, I don't know. I just do. Yeah. And so then, but then I was like, you know what? I came up with a plan. Because the Johns like to go to the Oinkster. I said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'll eat all six days, and then John can go, John Paul can go to Oinkster on Sunday. I'll give him all the pins, and he can get the shirt for me. Right? I'm like, I fucking solve this. So I go on the Oinkster website to make, to like, just to check the rules. That's not how it works. What do you mean? That's, no. If you want to participate in the contest on Monday, you have to tell them you're going to do it. And they put a wristband on a, on your arm. And every day they put another wristband. And you have to show up on Sunday with the previous six wristbands on your Gross. arms. And then when you buy the seventh burger, they cut the wristbands off and they give you the shirt. So I can't do Gross. it. But I was like, imagine now, but imagine if I did do it though, I would be um, walking around with like six wristbands on my arm. And people would be like, what are those wristbands for? And have to be like, oh, I'm just uh, eating different burgers every day so I can get a T-shirt, uh, right? Uh huh. So anyway, the, the seventh the seventh wristband is actually a lap band. <laughs> the seventh the seventh <laughs> wristband is a hospital. One of those ones they put you in the hospital. <laughs> so uh-huh. uh, so anyway, um, I told Cameron actually when uh, I found out that I wouldn't be able to do it that they had out that Oinkster had outsmarted me. I said. Why am I sadder about this than my friend getting HIV? <laughs> and then Cameron said, "Cameron said, I think I you're the. You? I think no. He said, I think you're the sociopath in this relationship. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> so then, um, yeah. So I cannot do uh, Oinkster's Burger of the Week. I fail as a human being because uh, I have to go to Hawaii. Are you going to do?" Six days then, or are you just no, 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 no? I've, I've skipped days now. So I did it okay. today. I did the Bon Mi that they had mm, on. Mon- I like Bon Mi a lot. On Monday, they paid homage to a hot dog out here called the uh, the Oki Dog. Mm-hmm. And the only other one I'm going to do on Friday is they're doing the McRib. Uh, so that means going to be a good version of the McRib. Mm, yeah. Cool. Aren't you proud of your friend? So proud, Joe. It's probably yeah. for the best, too, because I was wondering how I was going to eat. Because Saturday, I'm going to Taco Landia. Remember that big taco festival I go to every year? Yeah. So I was like, wait, I'm always fucking stuffed at that. And then I'm about to eat a, a burger, too. So I was actually worried <laughs> well, you, about that, too. You could have bought it and had it for, like, lunch the next day or something. True. By the way, this is why people hate America. Yeah. <laughs> That's why people hate this country. What else is going on with you, Mike Lawson? <laughs> I'm gonna buy two hundred dollars worth of food so I can get a one dollar t-shirt. You know, I did figure out that if I did do all seven days, it would be over, uh, way over a hundred dollars, like one hundred and twenty dollars <laughs> for a t-shirt you don't wear. For a t-shirt I won't. Wear, I don't t- wear t-shirts with pictures or words on them. Yeah, 
You might use it as a cum towel. That's it. I wear it. I go, Cam, it's my workout shirt. <laughs> that works. Yeah. Uh, what's going on with you, Mike Lawson? Um, well, I just told you I went to Tampa and friend of the show, uh, Taylor the Latte Boy, who that you might guess that's not his real name, but he has on a podcast called Pod is My Co-Pilot. <clears throat> he lives in uh, the Tampa area. Mm-hmm. And I met up with him and his fiance Eric. Eric. <gasps> <laughs> no editing. No editing. You have to. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Joe, Joe. And his <laughs> his fiance Babalu. Uh-huh. And what's funny is Taylor, I call Taylor. That's a name. But Bubaloo, I'm not about to call somebody Bubaloo to their face. <laughs> it just won't come out. So, so, I so do you ever slip me. and call them Taylor and Bubaloo to their faces? When oh, you said it, Joey. No, I didn't. I said Taylor and Bubaloo to their faces. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't I mess do up this. names. I can't do this. Okay. Um, I'm going to like sit at attention so that I'm okay. not relaxed. So I'm yeah. on my toes. Yeah. Um, I call Taylor Taylor all the time. I call Taylor Taylor. It actually feels weird to me when I call him by his real name. Um, okay. So Taylor mm-hmm. and Babalu Not his live in that area. Live in that area. So they came out and the Okay, confession. Cause Taylor's he Taylor will listen, but I think he'll get this. He said he wanted to come hear me speak. Mm-hmm. And it I was hesitant. I don't know. I was a little bit more nervous to have him listen to it than the diabetes people, the strangers. Well, because Taylor's very judgy. No, he's not judgy at all. (laughs) That's the thing. I don't know. It was just like having having, um, someone you know come to your work and like see – I don't know. I just felt like – it, it was it was no when i you of, know stand up I, I i don't like people that i know going to see unless there are other comics see me do stand up yeah it was not that i was doing stand up but it was it's that same sort of thing i wonder how was, fellow comedian joseph l buhecker feels about like pe- friends going to see him do stand up i'm sure he'll tell us now that you asked <laughs> you're such a fucking asshole batans i swear to god right now ding ding yeah on ding, both of our phones ding yeah <laughs> Um, so I won't even give up. you the satisfaction. <laughs> he will. He cannot. He he, he won't be able to sit like, on his look, hands look. this long. Boo Hecker, do not text us. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. We dare it, you. We dare you not to text us. Put the phone us. down, Boo Hecker. <laughs> yeah, um, put the phone. You know what? Go back to uh, shaking old people down for the debts, Deo. Yeah. You know what? No theaters in uh, Buffalo. I don't think they have any theater in Buffalo, New York. I don't. I don't think that. Oh. I think I read no, that well, on their Wikipedia. I think page. it's like literally. Well, I think they do, but it's like one of the worst theater. I mean, imagine doing theater in Buffalo, New York. You're so close. Imagine that you're an actor and you're so close to the like literally the the world headquarters of theater. Yeah. And you have to do theater, and you have to do a a a, a, a version of Hairspray in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> Um, so Joey, Taylor shows up and, um, Bubaloo. Yeah. And they hear me speak. That was fine. Um, but then I told them before they showed up immediately after my talk, there's some sort of like outside activity that I'm have to participate in. And then after the activity, we can leave. I don't know any details about the activity, but I know that it ends at 415. So, from like three to four, an hour and 15 minutes. Well, I'll tell you, if it was jumping jacks, neither of those two was going to do it. <laughs> well, no, they, that's the thing. It was like these, it's a conference and these kids paid to come and all of that. So like, I'm going to go do this. You guys can hang out in the lobby or come back. Like it wasn't yeah. like, it. you know what I mean? So they uh, decided to hang in the lobby. Um, the conference was at Safety Point Harbor Resort, if anyone in the Florida area. Are those is all words that belong together? Those are like not words I would put together. Yeah, Safety Harbor is like an actual city near Tampa. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm learning Florida geography a little bit, but uh, so Taylor and Bubba Lou go to the lobby and hang out on iPads, whatever. And I go outside and we're playing this sort of like 
game and all of the speakers for the conference got put into the game as like it's hard to explain but it's kind of like the game is like if dodgeball is mixed with capture the flag Mm -hmm. and then instead of dodging balls you're supposed to dodge there's like these like um sacks of paint it's basically like powder paint that you see at like color run or the indian holly i think it's called Mm -hmm. and so the speakers got put in so that we we could get hit by things it was like special rules but it sort of also was like we became targets in the game so i'm playing this game and i'm covered head to toe in powder paint like yeah blue and purple yellow mm-hmm. and w- one other color that i forget um so i have all this paint on me after the game oh and it's 90 degrees out and if you've never been to Tampa, you have never actually felt what humidity feels like. Because it was like, I th- thought it was raining, but it's also 90 degrees. Oh, it's the worst. No water it from the sky. It really is the worst. Yeah. There was a week, I remember, I mean, like a couple weeks in L.A. Because L.A. is dry, you know. It's yeah. hot, but it's yeah. dry. But there, I remember like a few years ago, there was a couple weeks where it was like super, super humid and hot. Mm-hmm. I wanted to kill myself. I was li- unbearable. It was, it was unbearable. I thought I was going to die. Yeah. I like your sweat just pools on your body and it does and then I'm covered in this like dry sort of um paint stuff so then that's like dripping in my eyes and oh it was just awful. But Joey, the game is over. Everyone high fives and that's that and I'm off the clock so I'm going to go hang out with my two friends Taylor and Babalu. Yeah. And but we're going to dinner and I'm covered head to toe in all this gross stuff. Mm-hmm. So we had to, we had to go, sh- uh, up to my room and I showered real quick. But even after the shower, I still had like paint crap on me. Mm-hmm. But we ended up going to downtown St. Petersburg. Wait, were they, were they in your hotel room when you were showering? Yeah. Do you uh, think that they tried to, do you think they tried to grab a peek of, at your legendary Mike Lawson like trouser snake? No, because they've heard it. they've heard about it for years. I, you think they would maybe like we should try and peek and see if it's really that big? You're being stupid. So Taylor, we, let me know if you did. Sorry, go ahead. So we go to downtown St. Petersburg, and I was kind of surprised. I don't. So I don't know how to say this without sounding like super judgmental and superficial. But if I had to imagine what like Tampa, St. Petersburg was, I would imagine like suburbs i would imagine like i don't know just suburban kind of neighborhood sort of thing right Mm -hmm. sure uh it's why is it like super hipster and cute and there's like all these good restaurants and just a lot of culture that i would have never guessed and i know that sounds judgy i really believe you it it's like a little it's like a growing portland it was like when Portland started becoming hipster. I don't Joey, know. Joey, Joey. They have all these like um shuffleboard things because there's all these uh it, it's like set up for Florida old people, right? Why do they have hipster nights where they like are, are PBRing it and they are f- just full of kids coming out to play shuffleboard? That's hipster. Yeah, but we I went, was I was talking we, Go ahead. We went to a popsicle store and all they sell is like Fresh popsicles that they make inside the place. That's hipster. Okay. They have like big murals on all these buildings. Hipster. Hold on for a second. I'm bike talk- lanes. They got bike lanes, Joey. I was I was talking to Taylor Latte Boy. Yeah. And I said he was telling me how you visited and stuff. And I go, where would you take me? Uh, where would you- I go, where would you take me? Because you took Mike Lawson to this fancy popsicle store. Where would you take me? And he goes. Well, because I know you're a foodie, I would take you to this burger place where they put like weird stuff, like blue cheese, on their burgers. And I was I'm like, "Sure, he didn't say that." No, he, Mike, I swear <laughs> to Christ, he was like, "Yeah, I know you're. You really want to go to a place that be a burger place that they put like blue cheese or like gouda, you know? Then they put like American cheese. They put like fancy cheeses." And I'm like, "Whoa, wow." Quite the gourmet we, city there, St. Petersburg. We also had um, sushi. 
and it was really good. Hmm. Funny thing, funny thing, Joey. And <laughs> friend of the show, Bubba Lou, is probably listening because yeah. when we <laughs> – it's always a weird, like, dance that you do when you meet up with other podcasters because, like, I don't want to assume that, like, I meet somebody – who also podca- is in this podcasting world, that they listen to every word I say and know my entire backstory. But I also don't want to just assume that they don't know it. Yeah. So, like, you don't want to sound like, oh, you don't listen. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, um, Babalu, I almost said the name again. Babalu mentioned that. Why do you say Babalu? Like, Babalicious the gum. No, Babalu. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. He says uh, that he listens. He brought it up. Yeah. And then, like, a few beats later, uh, Taylor said something about Cameron. Yeah. And Babalu's like, who's that? (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) Taylor's like, Joe's boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And then Babalu's like, oh, I didn't know he had a boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) And then Taylor's like, ah, yeah, you're a couple episodes behind, huh? (laughs) Well, you know, my cousin Roxanne at a party recently, she was like, how's Rod Kyle or something like that? I'm like, what? No, she didn't have Rod Kyle, but it was some like old question. And I was like, oh, that has that. And she goes, oh, I'm a few episodes behind. I'm like, you're like a year behind. (laughs) Seriously. But I tell them, they're like, I'll I'll catch up. I go, no, just, just, this isn't one of those shows where you need to like, just start with the latest episode. You don't need to, to go back. Yeah. Well, we just had that conversation with that guy from Amsterdam, right? Remember? What was his name? Oh, we It wasn't an easy name to pronounce for me. No, we didn't talk about that in the show. Um, so Are we, we going to talk this... about this? We just had this long-ish Facebook chat with someone, yeah. and he started at episode one, didn't he, he? Oh, he did? He started way back and was listening, and I remember thinking, like, oh, I'm at kind of embarrassed even that he's doing that because they're they're kind of bad in the beginning yeah they're, they're really i i would say don't ever go don't go before i would this is what i would do we should we should uh, we, you and i can talk about this later off the air we should go through like, the first 50 because I, I remember how to go through the first 50 for the um 100th episode yeah and like pick selected episodes that we keep like episode 13 i think there's one in the 20s that's really good and selected episodes that are good and then just like kind of just ditch the rest uh, first, well, one, why? Like, what if someone really does want to see it? It's not that. It's not damaging. Because if someone cares that much, then that means they already like this. It's not. That's true. Bad. But also, if you look at our website right now, I, when we switched over, I have to manually put all of them back on the site. They're all on the the feed. So if you're in iTunes, you'll see them all. But on our actual website, there's a big chunk of them missing that I have to go in. And oh, which is funny then. Um. I want to find a way to get them from you because I need them actually. Because I'm, I'm going to be doing a project that I need them. Okay. Well, they're all on. Um, okay. It's it's not hard. To yeah, do, we can but... talk about it later. So the the guy found our show through RuPaul's Drag Race recap. My other podcast. Oh, that the I, guy that, from Amsterdam. Yeah, that I actually yeah. do with Taylor the Latte Boy. Yeah. And your best friend Dana Ruer. And um, the RuPaul's Drag Race recap fans are very, very enthusiastic fans, which I think Mike Lawson wasn't used to. Thank you. Oh, was it a joke? No, that wasn't a joke. He's very enthusiastic. Our fans oh. aren't usually that enthusiastic, so I think Mike. Uh, well, you can, Mike. Do you want to talk, comment on this? I don't really understand what joke you're saying. I'm not making a joke. I feel like you're pitching it right over the plate, and I just. No, I swear to you, there's no me. joke. You, I think you were a little, like, not offended or anything like that, but we've never had someone talk to us that much. As the oh, guy, I as, wasn't – I didn't from think Amsterdam. it was that no, much. I mean, it was, like, I said. chatting. Yeah. Yeah, but I think you were a little surprised. At, like, usually it's like, we like the show, and then Mike and I are usually the ones who are, like, trying to talk to them, and they're like, uh, okay. like. No, usually it's someone – messaging us or emailing us then you texting me and like who's this crazy person well let's be honest because <laughs> the guy from amsterdam is really cute i so would not have paid any attention <laughs> like if it was a woman over 40 oh, rupaul's drag race recap has a lot of fans actually we get a lot of email we get a lot of twitter messages and if it like there was this one that was a picture of a cute guy in the avatar 
And I was like, ooh, who's this, right? And just like constantly communicating. And then I found out that it was a picture of some YouTube star, and it's actually a girl. And she she's the big fan of this guy, right? And suddenly she disappeared. Yeah, suddenly I was just like, oh, I don't have time for her uh, her messages, you know? And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, I, I can't You're believe I'm admitting I'm digging a hole right now. But, yeah, so I just continued this conversation with this guy from Amsterdam because I was like, oh, he's cute. And his boyfriend was really cute, too. I think everyone in Amsterdam's cute. It was fun to watch. It was almost like a the group text we have with Joey Buhucker because you were just texting so I could like listen to the conversation, but I could also pretend like I wasn't listening so that if I had nothing to say, the conversation was still going, you know? Yeah, he's like, I'm a linguist mate, like a linguistics major. I'm like, oh, tell me more about the linguistics major. <laughs> oh, that must be so interesting that you're studying out. And he's like, oh, my boyfriend studies like fashion or something? And I was like, oh, there's this exhibit out here in, in L.A. at the L.A. County Museum of Art. I sent him links and shit like that. Oh, I was so Mr. Sending him links and talking to him. Meanwhile, if yeah. he were a girl, I'd have been like, thanks. <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh-huh. Um, Joe, we're almost at an hour. Do you want to do news stories? What do Let's you want to do? Let's not do news stories. What do you got going on next week? I know you're going to. Well, in the coming um, week, um, I have to go get that pulled pork. Not pulled pork. Uh, the McRib. Yeah, I have that left. Uh, also, Saturday, boyfriend and I, boyfriend Cameron and I are going to Taco Landia with the Johns, John Paul and John are going along with John Paul's brother, uh, which um, yeah, and um, John Paul's brother is going to. <laughs> There's such a good story, and since I'm not editing, I can't decide whether I want to tell the story or not. Um, it's so good too. It is so good. Oh God! Can it be a post story, like something you tell after it happens? If you oh no, it happened years ago. It's done. I'm just gonna tell because I don't think John Paul will care. So, like, (laughs) I want to say ten years ago, John Paul's brother is a really, really, really in shape Filipino guy, Mm -hmm. right? So, (laughs) (laughs) so uh, a white John. 10 years ago, somehow talked uh, John Paul's brother into um, posing with underwear, and then he would sell it on eBay. Okay. And he... I already know that. Yeah. You already knew this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they made so much money doing it, because you can't call it underwear. They have to call it like we're selling like – it's sort of like a, it's like, a, it's like a dog whistle. Like, you can't say, we're selling you this underwear. You have to call it like – and you have to call it like athletic shorts or something. Okay, but the implication is that John Paul's brother wore, and it was, and it was true. I didn't, they didn't cheat anybody. John Paul's brother would wear the underwear for a day, and then they would just sell it, and for like Mike, okay. like a hundred dollars a pair or something. Oh my god! Okay, I should probably do that with Cameron. <laughs> Make some cash. <laughs> um, and yeah, so they would wear this underwear and sell it. Now suddenly you do edit the episode, but you're like. <laughs> It, it goes twenty. It goes twenty dollars per pair <laughs> instead of a hundred. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, John Paul's brother, as along with John Paul and um, uh, uh, White John. I keep speaking of fake names. I keep wanting to call him Evil John and uh, White John. Are, are, we're going to go to Taco Landia on Saturday, and then Sunday morning, literally eight in the morning, I leave for Hawaii. Hawaii. And I'm telling oh. you. I'm going to need to keep a journal. I am so fucking dreading this trip to Hawaii. Sleeping with my mom, taking pictures the whole time. It's going to be annoying. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's going to be an entire – that's an entire episode. That's going to be like a special edition of – like a special two-hour edition of Catching Up. We might have to catch up, do a catch-up where you just tell me Hawaii stories. I might need to record them every day in my because you know I have my own hotel room. I might like every day – we might – you know what? We'll, we'll, do you have I internet? I don't know. I gotta check. I might, okay. I might need to make look into this, but I might need. What I can do is record it and then send it to you from there. We might have to do daily dispatches from <laughs> from Hawaii. So you're bringing a microphone. I could, I guess. Bring it just in case. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, case. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that'll be fun. What are, What's our plan on releasing this episode? Do you want me to edit it? No, no, no. I'm not going to edit it. Okay, so you'll slap it together, still. Though? Yeah, I'll listen like to. It. I'm going to listen to it. There okay. are, unfortunately, it's not going to be complete. We do have to protect some people's privacy. 
Okay, good. So You're gonna... I'm gonna bleep out a couple of things. But bleeping is nothing. Right. I'm just, I'm just, I can't, I can't do like a whole like cut sections out and stuff like that. Okay, good. Um, cool. Well, I'm going to New Orleans. I leave uh, tomorrow at midnight, which is the worst time for a flight. But I have a really early meeting on Friday, so I'm gonna be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And we have our big event, uh, our biggest fundraising event that we do throughout the year is uh, this weekend. And big blue test? No, it's a fundraising event where we uh, people pay money for a kind of happy hour thing that we do. And last year, you might remember the story where somebody passed out during it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's that event. It's been a year since then. So cool. All right. Well, aloha. Yeah. <laughs> nice catching up with you, Joey. Go to hell. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid.